Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Simply Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Vanna, and today we are going to be talking about goals and how we can set them for ourselves for your wellness journey and to become the best version of you. And so far, I think we're doing pretty good. You know, episode three, we are kicking ass. So an overview of last week's episode, we talked about hitting the reset button, and now we're going to transition to our goals. Now that we know, okay, here's what I need to reset, let's have a set routine, that is also a goal you're implementing into your daily life. And we're also going to talk about why setting goals are important and a story time of how I was able to set goals for myself and the reason why behind it. But before we get into all of that business, I wanted to talk about, I wanted to ask a question, first of all. Do you ever feel like when you set certain goals for yourself at some point, the consistency just stops? Reasons why we may be inconsistent with our goals, pursuing them, can be self-doubt. You know, we take a look in the mirror and we feel like, okay, I'm not good enough. I can't do this. This is too much pressure. What did I get myself into? Another one can be procrastination. We hold off and hold off until the very last minute until it's unable to be done. And it's a never-ending cycle with procrastination. To me, procrastination is the worst trap you can get yourself into. Now, going back to talking about hitting the reset button and having a set routine is helping you pursue that new cycle of trying to achieve your goals and being consistent with it and having accountability in a specific plan and take action on where you want to go. Now, you shouldn't have to hold yourself to a perfect standard. Holding yourself to that perfect standard is unrealistic. If you're able to take it one day at a time, one step at a time, and really think about, okay, I have this end goal that I want to achieve. I'm going to take it one day at a time. I'm going to breathe. And we're going to see where my progress leads me with this consistency. Now, consistency is very, very important with these, depending on your goal, especially. It can have momentum. Consistency also leads to progress. I mean, think about it. If you're working out every single day or at least five times a week, in the gym for two weeks, you'll start to feel it. If it's a month, two months, you'll start to see it. If it's like a year, everyone's going to notice. That is you being consistent and having a specific plan and accountability and showing progress. Now, a combination of these behaviors, you are putting dependability and trust in yourself to pursue that goal or whatever goal it may be. I'm just using, you know, gym, workout, fitness, because that's something everyone can understand and relate to. But then there's also inconsistency. Now, let's say you start going to the gym five times a week and then slowly turns into four times a week, three times a week. Your eating patterns start changing two times a week once a month, not at all. Now, the inconsistency is behaving in the same way, 
with when a similar situation occurs. Now, in this situation with working out and going to the gym, you are you're still going, but you're not holding yourself accountable to what you said you were going to do, and you're slowly making it disappear. Therefore, making the goal not even a thing that you said you were going to do. Now, inconsistency can happen in all shapes and forms. It can happen in relationships, friendships, in teachers, peers, anything you can think of. Inconsistency can happen. But is inconsistency a red flag? To me, it depends on how you inherit it. For example, with let's take relationships. You should feel safe in a relationship and you should feel consistent with that like texting each other good morning every day or good night or having that phone call or having your weekly date nights if it's the opposite then you will most likely end up with an unreliable partner for example if you're with someone like i'll use myself as an example i was with someone for about a year and it was consistent with the texting morning and night all throughout the day but that's all he'll do that's all he would do and then eventually that consistency slowly started dying like texting 24 7 all the way up till 3 p.m in the morning or 3 a.m turned into texting on the weekends or only texting when you feel like it to not texting at all checking up on me maybe once in a while and then to stop talking to me altogether altogether and leave without an explanation now that's called moral inconsistency what happened it's an understudied phenomenon in cognitive moral psychology now with the guy i was with his moral norm was toxic was inconsistent was something that a human shouldn't be able to do the situation that happened and we'll get more on that later but another thing i learned was i was reading a book today it's grit by angela duckworth and she's amazing she's a ted talk person psychologist super great but she was talking about how history has a lot to do with it with your moral norm and perspective and how it can amplify grit into your daily life now with him i'm not going to really get into details about it but i'll talk about me with my past i was adopted and i went through so much so much things you can't even believe or imagine would happen to anyone but as i got older my cognitive development shifted to where okay there's two paths i can take in life either i can take this one which is super crazy roller coaster gonna take me everywhere in life i'm gonna go through hell and choose not to pursue anything not have goals or aspirations just give up because that's what everyone did on me in the foster care system it felt like at the time or i can take this road and push myself And tell myself I want to do better for myself instead of end up in the same situation that I came from. I want to break that cycle. And that's exactly what I did. I broke that never-ending cycle that I thought was never going to end. So it is possible for you to change your perspective, to change your grit, 
change your fixed mindset? 100% possible. But with our history and our made-up DNA and our brains, it's amazing how a 19-year-old like myself is making a podcast and going to school for nursing and having all these dreams and goals and aspirations and how another 19-year-old that I know sitting on the side of the road homeless right now sticking needles in her arms I could have ended up like that but I chose not to I chose to be consistent and I set myself to a certain point where I want to do better than that I want to be better than that because I don't want to have children down the line and raise them the same way I grew up at a young age I want them to look at their mom and say, you know what, I've learned so much from mom and she's a strong, powerful woman. And this is why goals are so important. You're able to reflect, you're able to think and breathe and have a set mindset. You're able to have grit and work towards what you want to achieve in life and nothing's holding you back. Regardless of what situation you may in, such as the guy I was talking to, He didn't have to do that. I can make excuses for him and say, yeah, it was his past. It was his history that made him the way he was. But no, I'm not going to make excuses for him. He's a grown man, and if he wanted to, he could change. My birth mother, for example, sticking needles in her arms in front of me when I was four or five years old and doing the unimaginable. If she wanted to, she could change. And then there's me. I looked at my past and history and I reflected on it and I asked myself, is that who you want to be? Is this really where you want to go with your life? No. And I remember at 15 years old, I sat myself down and I said, what do I want to do? Here's what I want to do. And I wrote, wrote it all down. I'm like, okay, I want to do this. I want to do this my senior year of high school. I'm going to do this. I want to do drama. I want to be in a play. Just set myself these tiny little goals. And then eventually, when I felt like I wanted to give up, I never did. I was able to get there. Like how I was in drama class for all four years of high school, I auditioned for probably every single play you could think of and never landed a role. For some reason, I just never got a role. Until one day, there was auditions again, and I was telling my friend, Sarah, I'm like, Sarah, you know, I really doubt I'm going to even get a role. Like, she, she never casts me, this and that. I, I don't even think I should do it. And she's like, you should still do it. Even if you get a small part, it's still something, Vanna. And I, I really didn't want to do it, but she talked me into it. So I auditioned for, like, one of the big roles and then I barely even tried to I barely tried and then a week later I go to look at the casting list and Sarah taps me and she's like oh my god Vanna look I was I went to the very bottom of the page and I looked all the way up and there was my name after three years of trying I had the lead role in Legally Blonde and I was so happy, so proud of myself and it felt like all that waiting and trying and pushing was worth it because I finally did it. 
I felt like this big weight came off my shoulders and I could breathe and be proud of myself and say, yes, I worked for that. And do you know why? I was consistent. I made sure it happened. Same thing with me coming to University of Nevada, Reno. I felt pressured taking seven classes in one semester, but I knew it's what a per- someone wanted for me because they wanted me to go as soon as possible. And I love the ambition. I love, I love where his head was at. But at the same time, seven classes is so much to take on and four STEM classes, it was insanity. I cried almost every single day. I wanted to give up. I, there was a point where I wanted to kill myself because the pressure was too much and I felt like if I didn't make my family proud, I, I was a nobody. They'd treat me like nothing. But I worked at it every single day and I got in my own head though. That wasn't the case. My family didn't think that at all of me. They're proud of me regardless, and they showed that with their love and affection, but I just pushed that away. And I worked for it really hard because I wanted this more than anything, too. Because I kept telling myself I will not go back to where I came from. I will keep pushing and fighting regardless what it is. This is what I want in my life. I I even lost weight. I lost hair. I had to beg one of my teachers to give me a C because the class was so hard. I had to beg her. I was on my knees. I was crying. I said, listen, the rest of my classes are B's and A's. I just need one C to transfer. Just one. And she made me work for it on my last day. She, I was up for probably eight hours doing these crazy assignments. And this woman, oh my gosh, this woman made me write out what I'm going to do when I go to Reno and how I'm going to set goals for myself and be, be be a better student and to do better for myself. And I explained in there, I'm not going to let anyone pressure me into taking this many classes ever again. I will take accountability. I could have studied a lot harder a lot more and been more efficient but that is probably the number one thing I will never do as a student is take seven classes with four stem classes ever again now some people they can handle it and that's amazing that's remarkable good for you but me I couldn't do it I I did it but it felt like this pressure was back on my shoulders but I wrote it out and then she asked me another question How will you be efficient in your study habits? And I told her, I'm going to take notes on everything. I'm going to go to tutoring when needed. This and that. And then she said, what do you think your life will be like in Reno? And I told her, I will feel like I made it. After I submitted that paper to her with all those questions, she gave me that C. And if she didn't give me the tough love that I needed and the support, I probably wouldn't be here today in Reno. I wouldn't be pursuing my goal to be a traveling nurse or be here with my cousins who live right down the street from me. And I can go over there anytime and have the relationships that I've formed. 
That's why we also need others to help and support us, to push us through whatever life gives to us. Because life sucks sometimes. It's a giant roller coaster. But when you have those people around you who support you and tell you to keep pushing and keep fighting, that's what we need to be consistent. And when we fall off our track and we're inconsistent, we have those people right there to pick us back up and tell us it's okay. That's why setting goals for yourself is important. Because you're able to reflect and look back. Look back at your history and ask yourself, here's the situation I'm in or I was in, good or bad. Who do I want to become? What kind of person do I want to show others? Who do I want to express in myself? How do I want people to look at me? Not judging like looks, but your personality and your morals. Usually I do a 15-minute episode, but this one kind of dragged out a little longer. But I was really excited to do this episode and just share my thoughts on goals and inconsistency and consistency and next week we it's gonna be a surprise let's make it a surprise for you guys okay so I want you to reflect on the last three podcasts we have our goals we have our reset button our introduction our mindset we are ready and set now it's time to embrace our journey and go to the bigger topics because we have established this level of boundaries for ourselves and commitment and I am so excited to take this journey with you thank you so much for listening I love each and every one of you and stay tuned for the next episode